0: I'm still here, here, here.
1: Well, I can't say that I'm not also here. I am barely here. I feel like I have been running in a circle on a hamster wheel all fucking day. (laughs) And this is the first time that I get to sit down and relax since like eight o'clock
0: this morning, for so nothing well, if you haven't noticed guys, welcome to a brand new year bullshit and From the 50th, your friends in the fiftieth episode of reality the podcast <clears throat> I, looked at the, I looked at that I said, well, this is okay. Shout out to consistency, right? Mm. Hey, look at us. Consistent at something. <laughs> Chad, please. Uh, listen, uh, I, I don't know if I'm Trash Can Tam. I don't know if I'm Tammy. Honest with you, you're fucking around to get my real name because I am sick of y'all. Y'all have got to stop. You have got to stop calling me on Tuesday. Here. don't call me on Tuesdays y'all I'm, I'm dead serious like this shit's starting to get ridiculous
1: hey yo this is your girl Dr. Shady Shave look I've been
0: shaved for so long let's let's, let's be honest let's be honest I'm just shaved. And y'all. I'm, got, I, I'm I'm tired of y'all calling me on Tuesdays here's the thing because we don't are very consistent only Tuesday because,
1: because because it's Tuesday I just, you don't know this. We do this every Tuesday.
0: I just kind of feel like because we're consistent, very consistent. It's very rarely a time where we don't record on a Tuesday. Please stop calling me on Tuesdays, please. Because the shit's starting to get on my nerve. Matter of fact, don't you? No, let me not. Say, <laughs> let me not
1: say that because I. Oof, chat. You You're supposed to put things on the do nots and disturb.
0: Oh, I did. And they still have been calling. I don't know why. I'm not that important. I'm, I truly am not. <laughs> I truly am not that important. But I can tell you what is important. Um, Let's get into this uh, mess because we got a whole we got a whole docket for y'all motherfuckers today and we oh. ain't got too much time. Let's um, start with the
1: church announcements, why yes, don't we? Please. We have a few. I want to <sighs> start by saying rest in power to the one and only Ed Jerome Dickey. For those of you who do not know, this bitch loves to read. I read. I read, read. I've been a a, a voracious reader since I was like 10. And one of the first African-American series of books that I ever read. And look, it ain't even a series, but don't they all just go together? Ed Jerome Dickey, Milk of My Coffee. Between loves, like this, this is a part of my literary identity. Genevieve was
0: my favorite.
1: So when he, when I was just scrolling through the good Instagrams, objectifying Weezy and Mandy and all the other bitches that's twerking their asses. Hi,
0: Mandy and Weezy. Insta. Hey, girls.
1: Because <laughs> look, I was going through and Weezy with she. I don't even know what the fuck she was saying because I was at work, so I couldn't like listen to it. But she's, like, in bra and panties. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, ain't this some shit? I'm getting a call on a Tuesday. Decline. Hmm. Uh,
0: Y'all gotta uh, stop. Y'all gotta get some New Year's resolution that includes not calling us on Tuesdays. This is gonna be the title of the episode. Don't call me on Tuesday. It, it might <laughs> not. We might We. we
1: We'll we'll see how we end this thing (laughs) before we decide that. Ooh, Um, because y'all are one today. And when I read it, I said, no! Here's the problem. I'm in two meetings at the same time, right? Because I had to put my kids on quiet because I had an IEP meeting. But luckily, we had just dismissed and I thought everybody hung up. The only person who was still there was my case manager. So we just talked about, you know, she talked me through my feelings. You know, shout out to you. Because I, I, I love Eric Jerome Dickey's work. Me too. I'm trying to get a copy of... He did a graphic novel of the story of Storm and King Tatala. Mmm. I got to get this. Anybody... Anybody know where I can find that? It's gonna be hard to give now. Shit. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to see what Amazon talking about.
0: Go look at uh um it's another website that I'm gonna put y'all on too because I mean I'm cheap. Um it's called Thrift Books. I believe it's yeah. It's Thrift Books. It's an app and it's like uh, like older books that you may be able to go on Thrift Books now if you if you can or after we get done recording. Um you may be able to find it there. Just a little heads up. But yeah man look I, I rest in heaven to 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 the real MVP Eric Jerome Dickey I've been reading his books since reading his books. I feel like I've been reading his books since he had his locks. Like before he had his locks because I remember there was right. a time where his locks wasn't as long as you know what I'm saying. He had to have been getting them cut. Because I, listen I deal with this wig every day and every day I want to cut it. I'm thinking he had to be managing that because he'd been locked for so long. He had to been cutting that wig. He had to be. I just don't. That's not okay. I went on a tangent. That's not the point. The point is, is that Eric Jerome Dickey has been writing for over 20 years, and I did this. What a loss to the literary community. Um I. Little, little very community excuse me so shout out to Eric Jerome Dic- Dic- Dickey's Wayne Dang, dude love of time if y'all have never read um a Eric Jerome Dickey book i might be taking your black card i'm just saying i'm just saying
1: and look if you're not melanated and you haven't read one
0: go, go pick read them. Go, go read it go read it go, go back to the
1: first seven though the real the the core of his work get that milk in my coffee that milk in my coffee is a motherfucking seven. read baby look,
0: that's a read. <laughs> that is a read. I think I got that in paperback in my on my boyfriend.
1: I got them. Quick sure story, you know. and I'm gonna give y'all my next piece of uh, a gossip. All right. I got them because, and I, I, you know, for y'all that don't know, I was married right to this nigga cause he was, he was a fuck nigga when I was dating him. I just, I just I was in love, y'all. I was in love, <laughs> and so we separated, right? And then he moved out of my house and moved in his. Around my apartment building, and within a week he moved another bitch in. Did I give a fuck about that shit? Not at all. Until bitch started calling me, calling me at my job, touching with my ass, stalking me on Facebook. Shit. So what I ended up doing was I went over to his house one night, right? That she was at work. Actually, they worked at the same place together, and she, was, but she was part time. He was full time. He tricked her, let her get all the way to work. He didn't have to work. He came back, and we, you know, we
0: did. Wow, chicka, wow, wow.
1: And my husband. And then um. I took all her hard copy, Eric Jerome Dickens. All of them. And like hard copy, not to take it back.
0: Hard (laughs) copy. I
1: took all of them and I took my thong and I wrapped it around her knitting needles and I shoved them back in the bag. So when she pulled her knitting needles out, she was going to have evidence that I was there. And she tried to call me and check me about fucking her man and whatnot. And I told her, look here, bitch, that's my husband. I can fuck him on your face if I want to. Well, shit you can say to me about it. This is escalated. After quickly. that, we had no more problems. And I stopped, you know, cause then I started messing with L E
0: B and then you know then the rest was history. Yeah man, you know. Shout out to bitches that's home for fucking love. Mm. Look, I thought about that shit today and when I tell you I cackled. <laughs> for new listeners, for new listeners only, what you don't know is that Shay and I have been friends for a very long time. I'm not going to put that number out there. But we talk on a regular basis outside of this fuck-ass bullshit that y'all hear every week. Now, <laughs> I don't even remember what 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 it came up in. But I'm sure we're going to get to that fucking line sometime. <laughs> it, it took me all the way out yesterday. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, y'all. All right. On
1: to the next. It's okay. Second piece of news. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard. Ooh, but Caesar. Caesar from, from Black Ink. Crew New York has been accused of stomping out his daughter because she didn't wash the dishes or she didn't want to wash them. Nah. This man allegedly pulled her out the shower and stomped her out to the point of which she could not breathe and an ambulance had to be called.
0: Allegedly?
1: Uh, I'm going to say allegedly. He's saying that he, he made a statement finally saying that he didn't stomp her out. He just disciplined her.
0: I mean, so she got a whooping. Okay, she's a little old for whoopings, but mm. like she's sixteen. Yeah, mm. that's a, you could have okay. talked that out. This is a no shade moment, and I because I'm I, I watch Black Ink Crew in New York. I don't watch Chicago because I don't like that fuck-ass nigga that on the shot. But shout out to Hiram though. Go see him. Go go see Hiram Shotgun Harris. Go look him up on Instagram. Go look him up on Facebook. That motherfucker right there is a tattooing motherfucker right there. That shit is
1: amazing. Go see him. As soon as they open outside. Go see him. Even if I gotta go to Nine, I'm getting some work done by Hiram.
0: Yeah, I got to go see Hiram. I got to go see Hiram because that motherfucker right there is a genius. He also has a book out. Yes, look, check him out, out on
1: Instagram. It's Shogun. His, yeah, he has, he has a book he's out. He's an amazing artist. He has a book out. It's the story of his life. He's been like...
0: He's been through as some soon teams. as they open outside I'm going to go see Hiram. I'm going to go see Hiram. i I'm to see Hiram. I'll probably send him the clip of this. <laughs> Just so he can know. Hey, look, bro. We out here supporting you. I got to come see you, even though I don't like your boss, but I got to come see you, bro. Um, But I've watched i i i of course I I started with C's and them, you know, in, in New York. And so Cheyenne, who is his daughter, mm-hmm. that's not an alleged, that's her name. Um, this is not a shot at her. And by no means I'm gonna talk about it, nobody here. Cheyenne ain't small. She not small. These, you might be smaller than Cheyenne. But I say that to say this at this point, especially with the Bronas and the and the this and the that and then you know, you got these kids calling the popo's on they on they on their parents and then the parents is getting the rest it. it. ain't like when we grew up in back in the 90s, you know what I'm saying, you get your ass whooped, you know what I'm saying, by your neighbor, and then you waiting for your mom to come home and then your booty tingling cause your mom finna come home and beat your ass again. Like it ain't like that no more. It's just it's, it's not. It's just not.
1: People don't want you to say nothing to their kids no matter how bad they are. Like I get that all the time. And I'm an educator. Ma'am, you leave him with me seven hours a day and I can't do to him what you do to him. So we either got to work this thing together or take him somewhere else. It's always an eon. It's the babies that end the la- they name in an eon, oh, he, like Amarion, uh, <laughs> Jamarion, de- 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 Deons. Mm-mm. Troublemaker. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this.
0: I think we're at a point in just in cultural society where we are now, that sometimes whoopings don't necessarily get the print across. let me tell you something. My daddy was the worst at giving whoopings. I mean the worst. Because he gave an hour fucking lecture just and, and made me stand there and let just let me just watch me while my booty tangled the entire hour lecture. Then he would with me for like what, three to four minutes, and then he'd go back to the fucking lecture. For another fucking 30 minutes. He was the worst.
1: See, Miss Gwen. Miss Quinn was a tactician. I ain't never had a whooping. Never. But I'm mean, not saying I've, I've never up. been disciplined. I was a
0: fucked up kid.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying I've never been disciplined. I just said she. I never had a whooping. She was the type she can... Light men quick with them fingers. Ratch over anything. And I said
0: wretch. That's right, baby. W-R-E-T-E-N-C-H-E-D-D-D-D-D-D-D.
1: She can wretch over anything and just, like, pinch the shit out of you real quick. Sometimes she even get a little piece of skin and leave you a little, little blood spot so you know she been there.
0: I'm still here, here, or
1: here. I was a kid and I had a toy room. And the reason why I had a toy room, because if I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, clink clink. Damn. That's the only thing bro. she would let me have is a book, full circle. I love you, Eric Jerome Diggie.
0: Bim, beep, A legend. A legend. Uh, uh Listen, C's, don't put your hand on your daughter. Um And I- don't let your little fuck ass girlfriend have
1: anything to say about it because that's not her place. That's why your Puss all over across the internet because you and mm-hmm. shit. ain't got shit to do with you. That's not your
0: kid. You don't get to speak on them. Like again, again for all of us. I heard that ain't got no damn kids. Maybe just maybe you should mind your damn business when it comes to other people's kids.
1: You don't got You don't get to make no statement. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Ugh. At all. Shut up. That's between Cheyenne, her mommy, and, and her, daddy.
0: her dad. We got any more trash? That being
1: said, <laughs> I don't. I don't have any more trash. I think I covered it all. I oh, I forgot. I forgot. Hey, y'all. Nicki Minaj. Yes. She finally I blessed see. us with a little picture of that little chunky, little chunky, 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 chunky. Oh, my God.
0: I said, first, look at him. Look just like a little Minaj. I said, first off, this little chunky baby in this Fendi outfit could have all of this when he gets 18 when he gets 18 Well again when he gets 18 I just feel like when babies come out like that and they make my uterus hurt you know what I'm saying when I'm like looking at a picture I don't be wanting to see them babies on my damn time because again my uterus that yeah, make me get to thinking okay well mom was 40 I'm closer to 40 than I am anything else so you know it get me thinking about maybe I should and then I remember that them motherfuckers crying they ask for shit you know, shout out to my broke best friends but I'm just saying like I don't really like wanna like I don't... First off, I don't like when my uterus hurt because like, no shade, it do hurt. And then I be seeing these kids and they be smiling and drooling and shit and that's like the best part about them. Like, but then they grow up and they start talking. and That shit is bad, bro. And then... This where we different. I hate the first part.
1: <laughs> I, like I can't stand part. babies. I don't know what to do with babies. There's nothing you can do. Oh yes They just is. gonna...
0: They, them only crying cry four and four poop. they only cry for four reasons. I've learned this. Shout out to my broke-ass best friends and the mother that had them. Um, Because it wasn't me. <laughs> um, The only re- four reasons why they crying is because they got a birth and that shit hurt. They got a shit and that shit hurt. They have already shitted and they want it off their ass. Or they hungry and they want to shit so that you can get it off their ass. That's the only four reasons why they crying. That's the only four. Or you fuck around and drop them, but you know, hey, don't drop the baby. You know, babies ain't that resilient. I'm just saying. Look, we
1: all been dropped and we all turned out mostly okay.
0: Not me. I've been dropped a few times. And you see what you hear every fucking Wednesday. I don't know how many times my daddy dropped. I'm sure he dropped me at bare minimum oh, twice. Oh, God.
1: Look y'all, we got four episodes for you okay, today. Four. You're right. Count okay, Four. Okay. We are about to give you love
0: after lockup. We doing love in the lockup first. I'm just going down all four shows. All right, because I have a book. My, I, I, okay, all right. a
1: new season of RuPaul's Drag Race beep, and another beep, episode beep, beep. of Real
0: Housewives of Atlanta. Let's start with Real Housewives of Atlanta season I thirteen, agree. episode four from no from one surprise to another, so I have four topics here. um I'm pretty sure you wanna save drew and Ralph for second to last um so all right, we can go to Cynthia gets over a rough patch with Mike after taking some advice from Kenya at the yoga studio okay oh, yes, um so. <sighs> Kenya doesn't really give great advice a lot of times. You gotta watch what the fuck she say. But this time she was fucking right. Because it seems as if Cynthia is hell bent on this date 10, 10, 20, because she wants to have this big party. But because of the Ronas, of course, that's not a big that's not a thing that can really, really happen. But we've seen the wedding, and it was a big affair. But um Kenya tells her, okay, mm-hmm. come here. Mm-hmm. Go tell that man you're going to um, fucking marry him regardless if it come hell, hell or high water on that day, damn it. I'm t- I said, well, I'm going to tell his ass you love him and you're going to marry him on that day, whether it's five people there, two people there, just you and him, or the goddamn stuff. Go tell him. Go tell him that. Because you keep t- you keep focusing on this day and it ain't working for you. That's all I got out of there. What are your thoughts?
1: <laughs> it's one of the few times that I could say, you know, Kenya's right. I like it was so it's so bad sometimes couples have arguments and you can hear both sides and they're both saying the same thing but the way it's being received is the issue Mm -hmm. I felt like that's what was happening there like she was saying that she wants to have this big party actually Candy is the one that said it best yeah when she said you know the first time she got got married she was broke now she got a little coin. Now <laughs> she got a little coin. Coin. She wanted to have a big ass wedding. She want to do it right, the way She want to do it. But there's a way to do that without making your husband feel like you're more invested in the party, the party than the marriage. Mm,
0: yeah,
1: because wedding is just a party.
0: It truly is.
1: And then after that, you have to have a marriage. You have to have a partnership with a motherfucker. Like, say your coins, lady. Hmm. But she, she got the money to spend that on a divorce.
0: Oh mm, hell! Um, I like Mike. I love Mike. I like Mike. Hill. I think he's one of the better commentators on ESPN because he is a sports commentator, and I like him. Um, and he's very down to earth on ESPN and on, and when we see him on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I like Mike. I can see why she married him. Um, but you you got to learn how to say certain things. I I I, I agree. She's not saying it correctly, but I like the way Kenya kind of tapped on the shoulder and said, Bring your ass here. Come here. Cause you ain't doing this right. <laughs> hey, look, Kenya, you you get the props for that one. Um, moving on to another Kenya Kenya thing. Um, Kenya wants to plan a surprise party for Cynthia because she almost fucked up the engagement, um, the engagement uh surprise for her. So she wants to throw a um, surprise uh, bridal kind of shower party for, her. but she can't do it without Candy's help because she didn't burned all her bridges. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I mean, God.
1: <laughs> no shade. I don't dislike Kenya more. I don't I either. think she's been good. I think she's been great TV. I think she's gorgeous. I I like her 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 drive her different businesses. She's got the workout tape. Now she's doing the Kenyan war hair care? Like, I like that about her. Can but she do be saying is? and doing some shady motherfucking oh, shit. man. Like, that. If people keep forgetting the time that she showed up with the paper plates on her booty making front of Phaedra. Oh, or, yeah! Come on. She's done a lot of things and said a lot of things where you some talk- people...
0: She Ain't gonna want to go to your event because I don't know how you're gonna act when I mm, get there. She talked about. I remember when um I I think it was it was a launch party because Cynthia was doing that uh launch. I think she was doing a vodka. I can't remember which one it was, but um, Portia came to the Ooh, party and she caught when she did the Smirnoff. When she yeah, then she did the Smirnoff and she talked about Portia looking like a fat pig or something. She don't you? is great at business and terrible at personal relationship. Mm -hmm. But she's great for TV because she's both of those things. But Kenya, listen, (laughs) the reason why you got to ask Candy to help you out, because everybody's going to go to a Candy event. Candy's never burned any bridges and Candy's candy's not bad for TV candy's just not great for TV well I tell you who is great for TV that fucking Riley Riley told us hey mom you're smart for this thing <laughs> you're street smart I don't know about that academic shit like, damn you can't say that to your mama on TV I wouldn't say that mama to-, to my mama on TV and I don't even like her oh Jesus Christ um let's get to uh, huh, hmm. So, Drew and Ralph start this marriage counseling, and I Hmm. have a lot of opinions. I think I'm gonna let you have this one. (laughs) Mm.
1: So, (laughs) last week I was very vocal about Drew marrying a man she's only been dating for six months. Because At six months, you ain't really got a full scope of who a person is. And most people, when they initially walk into a relationship, they send their representatives. They send the motherfucker that look good on paper. Mm -hmm. And before you could realize what was underneath the sheets, you had married a motherfucker. And now you're over here with a little cynical asshole, and you want him to be different. No, this is who he is. Okay, so... He's a fucking asshole. Like, you're grinning because you think I'm getting emotional? Nigga, we're in fucking counseling. The uh, fact that you all have been to multiple counselors, like, all of this shit for me is red flag, red
0: flag. All I am seeing and hearing in my head is, Drew, run. 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 Because when they were outside having the the counseling session with, um, with Counselor Love, and I, I I've seen her before, I um uh there was this moment where um uh counselor love tells him to hey, she having a moment like is there something that you wanna do? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge? And he puts his arm around Drew, and it is the most disingenuous thing I have seen in the year of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ, 2021. Now I know we ain't got that many, we ain't got that many days in, but I'm just saying. Um, and given the year we came off of, hmm, you get it. But I'm saying, like, I, okay, when it all boils down to it, I i am so sorry for his loss and losing his father. I know what the fuck that shit feels like. However, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. I feel sorry for him because his father and I know what the emotional bonds can, you know what I'm saying, do to in a relationship. And then I think there was a point in time when the counselor, uh, in the counseling session, that he was kind of going over the relationship he had with his father. And he's been the same person for a long time now because he threatened his mother that she, he was going to leave. He was going to leave her so that she can do everything for herself. And when he left her, she got evicted and then he became homeless. But he kind of contributes that to him being the sole. River, he's the person that does everything da da he puts himself on this pedestal that I don't necessarily know that he needs to be on besides the money I don't necessarily know that he needs to be on this this pedestal but he puts himself there and then you can tell that he feels like he's on this pedestal by the way he talks to people it ain't just drew. Because if you remember back on the first episode, when he was talking to Mike, he did it then. He, for some reason, he's on this invisible high horse that he's better than people. He can just talk to people any kind of way he wants to talk to them. And then, you know, everybody, everybody's supposed to be okay with it. You told your wife that you don't have to tell her where you're going. Let me tell you something. There is nary a time that I don't get on the phone and tell Shay where the fuck it is I'm going and we ain't married. Nope, I tell her everywhere I go. Here's my thing with me.
1: I just. The Drew Sedora situation and then like, (sighs) I'm gonna let that be what it is. All right. The moment you found out that this man left his mama to struggle. To homelessness. Mm -hmm. Anybody who can do their mama like that can't fuck with me. Because if you do your mama like that, oh shit, you'll do anything to me. And you married him. He must got a big old platinum dangling.
0: I ain't going to hold you. He do walk like he got a big old dangling. Ain't no shade. That's um, the only
1: thing I could be seeing. Mm-hmm. He done knocked you down twice in four years.
0: China.
1: Drew, you from Chicago. I expect better.
0: Yeah, you got to do better in 2022 because clearly 2021 is a wash for you already. Lauren throws a, a surprise party for um, Portia. And while she's doing the invites, you know she's calling everybody, and she calls Cynthia to invite her. And Cynthia goes, "Hey, um, I'm gonna go over here to bring Kenya with me." And at that point, Lauren is kind of like, "Is this bitch gonna be cool?" And <laughs> Cynthia's like, right, "Yo, I got it for real. Like that ass, I ain't gonna let her do nothing stupid." So the day of the party, um, and the party is for Portia, you know, and all the civil rights activist, activism things she's been doing. She's been keeping Rihanna Taylor, Taylor's name on people's lips. I, I, I stand Portia for that because there was a time we didn't know that, that we didn't know that the Underground Railroad didn't have tracks. When I say we, I mean she. So and about an hour before the party, Cynthia is the, is the one that's tasked to call. Kenya and say, hey, so uh you got that gift for the baby and everything and Clara's wonderful, but the thing is is that Lauren just said maybe it ain't a good idea. She don't really want to risk it, so you go ahead and sit this one out. And Kenya is immediately upset. Now, what did you think?
1: I think Kenya was well within her rights to be upset because that's not something that you do. Especially when you know people out here hiring makeup artists and whatnot and people to come out and curl the hairs and do the thing so that I can attend your event. You don't do that. You just risk it and if she get left, she, you gotta put her out. Uh, I ain't never seen Kenya swing on nobody. She's
0: just she all she's just gonna leave. Yeah, she's just a little tacky, but you know
1: that's it, what it is it goes back to the but reason it, why you need candy to invite everybody uh-huh. to your party it's the shit you've done but has she done shit much worse than anybody else on the show no. no but that doesn't mean that she her shit don't still stink
0: that's true I don't know I, I, I in, this, in this instance for me it was a catch 22 because I, I felt like Lauren should have just told Cynthia no from the beginning Mm-hmm. And then this wouldn't have been an issue. But because she didn't tell her no in the beginning it puts Cynthia in a really awkward position. The person that I felt bad for not wasn't necessarily Kenya because I know Kenya's mouth gets in, her into a lot of shit that she's in with, these peop- with some people. Hmm. But I also don't think that she deserved that. But more importantly, I don't think that Cynthia was deserving of having to belay that message. Right. So, it was a shitty thing all and all around. I just don't really see it for it, but I mean, hopefully the girls will give us a little bit more content next week. Thank God they didn't give us a lot this week, because we got four shows, and we about to get into the next one. Um, (laughs) Life at the Lockup. Excuse me.
1: Trash-ass shit. Episode 1000 of the trashiest (laughs) shit you could put together. (laughs)
0: Uh, season three, episode twenty-four, criminal behavior. We got six couples this episode. I'm pretty sure Brittany and Mars are going to be in the middle. I don't remember what Quaylon and Cheville was about. Sure, pretty sure it wasn't that important. Let's start with um Amber and Puppy because um next <laughs> uh puppy. Amber
1: and Puppy. I still don't even know how to write this couple up. It's like Vince
0: Amber Puppy. Uh, I still it's yeah. Amber and Puppy to me, but Puppy wants to be intimate with Amber, and um, she want to
1: get them scissors going. She's trying to
0: get that puss. Um, <laughs> and, <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> sorry, um, Amber. <laughs> and- <laughs> Look, man. You can't be doing that. Focus on the goal. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> hey, y'all, this is reality. Y'all know we take ourselves out sometimes. Uh, <clears throat> puppy wants to be with Amber, but Amber doesn't really seem to reciprocate that feeling because she kind of keeps telling her, hey, slow down, bro. <laughs> it, it'll happen in time. Uh, this is
1: stupid next. Mm. I don't even know how she got it back on the show. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna begrudge nobody. They check, but damn. <laughs> you could have gave us Angela,
0: Angela and Tony or whoever the hell it is. Didn't
1: <laughs> found in fucking
0: prison. And Tony, Tony. Oh, let see John and Shane. Yes, please. Um, so. Of course, uh, uh, John is out of prison and he texts uh, Lacey and he's like, hey, bitch. <laughs>
1: Guess, who? Guess who's back?
0: <laughs> and uh, she didn't respond, so she goes and she talks it over with her dad. And her dad is like, look, bro, <laughs> I understand that you're trying to sh- spare Shane his feelings, but that nigga out her working, you need to tell him that John is out. In case you know, it's like I just didn't really feel like I didn't gonna
1: tell her. Like I, oh god, okay. I just can't wait for her fillers to wear off. Good grief! I just because she just looked like she her glands are swollen all the time. Oh god, it's Corona. How is she still getting her Novaderm? Stop it! Stop getting
0: that shit sent to her house because you know, if you evening.
1: can look, that's why it looks so bad. She's been doing it herself. <laughs> so Destiny and Sean yeah let's do it
0: and it's really not about Destiny and Sean it's really about Destiny and Kelly because Sean is so fucking broke from fucking around with Destiny ass that now that he didn't found the bitch one day before court he got to go up and make sure the bitch goes to court but the only way he can do that is to ask his baby mama for a loan <laughs> oh, Lord uh, Jesus.
1: And her ass is worse than the credit <laughs> loan people. Sure she said is. I want $2,000 back.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, but ma'am. And then she was like, to be honest with you, I just really want them to go up there so that my family don't lose that motherfucking money. Because if the bitch fucking skips out, then I lose that $45,000. That it takes out of my motherfucking household. So I gave him the money to ensure that that nigga go up there and get my motherfucking money back from that bitch. Hey! I mean,
1: I had to do that once. Wrong. I had a stupid boyfriend. And he was cheating on me. He went and got the whole a phone on his phone plan, and uh-huh. you hear, you hear him talking. Yes, he did that, and I had to go tell his dumbass, "Go get your phone back." She's not gonna stay with you. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not that desirable. Like, right, go get your phone back, and I, I had to coach him through how to get his phone back and get that thing turned off and get out of. It out of his name, and then two weeks later, she left him and moved down to like Darien, Illinois, with his best friend. What, yes, damn, I got Ooh. stories.
0: Good grief, oh, she- <laughs> um, that's
1: way more interesting than this. Okay,
0: um, so who you want?
1: We done got down to the knit and the grit, Quaylon, Marcelino, and Brittany, or Lindsey and Scott.
0: You know what? I'm going to take Lindsey and Scott last. I'm going to go with uh, Quay Trey and Chevy. Okay.
1: Get your motor running.
0: <laughs> get out get of the
1: Looking forward. Thank you. Oh, well, oh, comes is my way. way. <laughs> Dumbass. Oh, shit. So, uh, Quay, Quaylon, he trying to get his girl back. She's he been blowing her up, calling her, talking about they need to talk, but Quay, she ain't listening. She's just like, to huh yeah, whatever. What we got to talk about? Why you on my phone? Like She's so indifferent with him, even though Mike, you got your daughter over here saying, is that daddy? See, see, girl, that's your fault. Girl. That right there, that shit right there, that's not Quaylon's fault. That's your fucking fault.
0: That's my to call. There it is. <laughs> girl.
1: Right. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. I let you have it. Well,
0: then we ain't got to talk about this, then. <laughs> Let's go to we the next. Next. <laughs> Marcelino and Brittany. Oh. Well, really, Brittany and Mom. I feel so bad for Brittany because Brittany is sitting in this counseling session with Cynthia, uh, Cynthia aka uh, whatever, Mom. and Mom, Cindy, and. she's trying to get her to understand mom you say you love me that's great here's the thing I need you to stop running and if you say you love me you will give that shit up the counselor's asking her okay what was the last time you drank and she's like I drank two beers yesterday She she said yeah But you're taking the pain pills too, right? So you take two pain pills. You take a pain pill and two beers. That's a completely different experience. So Cindy has this fucking meltdown. Bullshit. All them crackhead tears. Crackhead tears and fucking gets up and literally, I have to go have a cigarette. And Brittany is sitting there with the counselor and she's like, I know she was going to run. I don't even at this point <sighs> what would, would you I ain't expect nothing, nothing nothing less out of her and the counselor tells hey look your husband is right you need to give her an ultimatum because if this is what she going to fucking do you need to set some boundaries Cindy comes back in and Brittany tells her, hey yo bro uh here's the thing I'm not finna have you around my kids like this. So you got one or two options. Either you don't get your fucking shit together or I'm gonna see you. You are not gonna ever see my motherfucking kids again. I'm gonna check up on you every now and again. But this ain't that, bro. What are your thoughts? I
1: kinda... <clears throat> it's something I feel like I've been saying all week to different people in different arenas mm-hmm. about different shit. hmm you have to accept people the way they are, Mm-hmm. and I feel like Brittany has decided that because she went cold turkey and got clean, that that's what her mother is going to do, and that she should do that because that's what's the way it's going to be. Your mother has to come to that on her own, mm-hmm. and like nobody, it, your 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 intentions are not bad. Mm-hmm. But you dried out because you did seven years in prison. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure the supply was few and that your resources were not plentiful. So you had no choice but to dry out.
0: Well, I like, heard I, that I, in prisons, and this is just the, what I a hearsay thing, but I heard that drugs are plentiful in prisons. You just gotta know where to fucking find
1: it. But, I mean... Look, if you ain't got no commentary, all you got to trade
0: is mouth and puss. That's right, baby. That giving up that puss. I ain't
1: doing that. I ain't going to risk it. I just won't. I won't do the drugs either. I'm just going to dry out. And hopefully, my folks will send me enough money so I can get me a little top rhyming or a honey bun or something and just, you know, be cool. But I ain't really got nobody I think I would commit murder. Pull
0: right now. Yeah. I, it's
1: been a while since I had a hole on that on that list. I'm I'm growing.
0: Growth, bitch. Growth. Me, I got to depend on 2022 because I Dang. um let's get the Lindsay and Scott. Speaking of being fuck ass niggas, um <laughs> bitch, these me, country let me, motherfuckers. Let me go get this uh let me go get this text message bitch. <laughs> Because you know I got it. <laughs> oh, you hey, know shit. So, she is... Lindsay is at the crib or whatever. And she is kind of, like, second-guessing the decision that she made to be with Scott and this and the third. Because she didn't brought Miley Grace in this and all that. So, in the middle of filming, when her mom gets there, in the middle of filming, she gets a message from Scott. And it says, from Scott, moving forward, I don't want your friends coming by the house. And this whole Tara Bill moving her RV into the driveway, I'm not too comfortable with that anymore. It's a no go for me. Lindsay called that motherfucker and went ape shit. I mean,
1: <laughs> I little mama is going the de- clean the fuck, clean
0: the fuck, fuck
1: off. Hey, hey, we TV. She had the book in her hand. Y'all didn't do no close up, so I can see the title of the motherfucking book. I wanted to know what
0: to buy. I'm gonna get that book, bro, because I you got it still got to be proven to me. I got to find that book. I got to find it. I'm pretty sure the Google's will probably give it to us. Google should probably find it for us. I'm sure, but um. So mama goes ape shit on him and tells him, Look, Let me tell you something. You don't want nobody at this motherfucker from in, in during the day, I guarantee you I have motherfuckers in this in this goddamn bitch from 8 a.m. to eight motherfucking PM every goddamn day. And you don't get the I said, oh. But see, th- this is the print in the in the in the episode. I know I said print because we about to get there. Mama went, her face changed. She didn't even look like she regularly does. Mama went in there and got that motherfucking computer, to put that bitch out in the rain. Opened it up real good too. Put that bitch out in the rain. Mama went in there and got all that nigga clothes. Put that bitch in the motherfucking lawn. In, in the in the lawn. You know, cause fatty shit. Uh, along with some other valuable items including the cell phone that he was texting his prostitutes on. Put that out there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) This shit. (laughs) Because it's like mid-summer, I added Scott as a friend on Facebook. Ditto. And he was saying, oh, done with that mistake, mistake over. So I know they're gonna break up. She left you because you have been fucking fucking prostitutes. Dude! Oh, wait a minute. First off, let's Lindsey, I think you need to not be so mad about that because it's going to be very hard for him with a face like that to get puss without paying for it.
0: Is this a tap on the shoulder?
1: It is. So you can't get mad at him for having to pay for puss. It's the only way he's going to get it. Hell, that's how he got you.
0: Where's the lie? Where is the lie?
1: Man, are you talking about he was rich. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, they got all them delinquent notices. <laughs> uh,
0: well, since we giving taps on the shoulder. Um, Chevelle. So, while I understand that, you know what I'm saying, you held this motherfucker down, this that, and the third da-da-da-da. Even in holding him down, it is not really... Uh, this is a person that doesn't have children, so I can, I get why I may or may not be interpreting this incorrectly. But um, as a person who has a child that doesn't necessarily... Even though you can hold them down all you want to, so you don't have to bring your kid into that. That was something that you chose to do. And now... Even though I don't blame you for the way that you're treating, Qualon, I, I don't I don't blame you for that one bit. I, I honestly feel like that's the right move. Because whether he fucked her or not, he had intentions on it being something else, and you can kind of tell that from the conversation that he was having at the barbershop with, um, you know, everybody or whatever. And um, I just kind of feel like, it, I don't think that oh, what is that little cute girl that she is so cute too. myila um, Myela. Myela. I don't think that you should have brought Maile into this because myla she can form opinions about anybody at any given age. And the thing is, is that at this point, she now knows what a fuck nigga looks like, and that's your fault. Yeah. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. that's a bad thing to fucking to teach your kid. <laughs> Excuse me, but, but not this early. Not this early. Let her I- just be a kid. You didn't have to do that. So it's just a little tap on the shoulder, just to to let you know that children are always watching you. They're always watching you. They are literally, they always have your eyes, their eyes on you. I'm telling you, one of my broke best friends probably gonna interrogate me about this episode next week. So I'm just saying, you know, kids are paying attention to you whether they five or sixteen or twenty two because there are some twenty two kids, twenty two year old kids out here. Let's be clear.
1: I met some that ain't grown ass men that are still like little ass kids. Mm -hmm.
0: I met motherfuckers that's 39 still grown ass kids. So let's be clear everybody's always learning and involving, and some people are not involving as they learn. You can't put your daughter in that situation where she goes to meet a man in prison. She's going to think that that's, excuse me, normal. It's not. Don't, 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 don't put Myela out there like that, bro. I'm just saying. Do better. Uh, You got any shout outs before we uh cut the break?
1: I don't. Oh, ooh, I had a shout out for Housewives. Yeah. Candy and them Cocoa Puffs.
0: Wasn't it cute? It was so good. She walked in there looking like a brat, a brat, big booty, um, a, a big booty brat doll. Mm-hmm. I stood for it. D- don't laugh. Don't fucking laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's it going to? I was just gonna tap Lauren on the shoulder, girl. Precision of language. Yes. If you do not want if you felt even kind of like mm, just say, you know, I don't think that's a good, gonna be a good look. they don't really get they don't really get down for each other like that, and that's you me- can ride with can you can ride with candy, yeah, yeah, you should say no, and this mm-hmm. and Mike I don't think Kenya would have showed her hope she might have see that's the problem though, but you know it's your risk you take. How many times has that has happened, and the party was still a success?
0: Several. So, I mean, listen, you, yeah. And while I understand this is a global pandemic, and, and to be honest with you, um, trying to go back to it, um, Kenya didn't have a lot of nice words to say about Portia's protest either. So I can kind no, of get. She didn't. So I can get, this was before she even talked about, before she was even going to the doggone party for Portia. So I can kind of understand where Lauren is coming from because again, Kenyon loves to put herself in very, very bad situations. But all you had to do in the beginning, Lauren, was just say no. Just say no. That wouldn't even happen. All right, guys. Well, look, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get to a new, brand new season of RuPaul's Drag Race, season 13, episode one The Pork Chop. I say, Corona in the
1: house. Corona in the no, 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 no. Corona in the house.
0: So you got a new song. Wow! So you got a new song for intro, so for for the for the comebacks. All right, then. Listen, it's show world squirrel. I'm here. I'm just here trying to get a nut. Um, actually, I am. You know, because yeah. I have long
1: distance boyfriend. LBB.
0: How are you? RuPaul's Drag Race, um, <laughs> season thirteen, episode one, the pork chop. Now, this is our Polk. This is this is our no intro- iron. This is our episode. This is our episode where we get introduced to the queens. This episode is done differently because of the right or the coronavirus. You need to know that coronavirus. And um, because of the way it has to be formatted for this season, to ensure that we keep in guidelines the COVID nineteen guidelines and restrictions. That's the reason why this episode is really interesting. Um, Let me go through the rundown of the Queens, where they are from, and how old they are, and then we will get to the premise of the episode. We have got Milk, 23 out of LAX, Candy Muse, 25 New York City, Lala Reed, 30 out of Atlanta, Georgia, Olivia Lux, 26 out of Brooklyn, New York, Samore, 25 out of LAX, LAX is Los Angeles, California. I'm sorry. I have airport codes down here. Um, Tina Burner, 39, from New York City. Denali, 28, from Chicago, Illinois. Bitch. Um, Elliot, with two Ts, from LAX. uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Joey J, 30, from Phoenix. Kamara Hall, 28, from Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) Um... Tamisha Iman from 42 from Atlanta, Georgia. And Utica Queen, 25 from Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. Man, I feel like I got that out, right? You you just just
1: regurgitated it. I'm just sitting here like I thought we was going to do them two at a time. Oh,
0: we are. I just wanted to get the queens out the way. Because this week, and this was a lip sync battle royale. Wasn't it?
1: It was. That's what they should have named the episode:
0: Lip Sync Battle Royale. Uh, which started with Joey J from Phoenix, Arizona, it versus Candy Muse from, um, New York City. They battled again. They battled each other in the lip sync battle to "Call Me Maybe." What are your thoughts?
1: I thought that Joey J should have been the winner, and that Candy Muse
0: should have got the poke chop. McKinney Muse was the one that got the pork chop. Mm. No. Oh, no, you're right. Joey J did get the pork chop. hmm Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, I'm
1: reading. That some. was the one matchup that I saw, and in my mind, I said, uh, Oh, Joey yeah. J. Okay,
0: I see you, sis. Yeah, I, I didn't see. But see, because mm, there were some other things that were happening in the other songs that I was like, what? Um, exactly, uh, because here's the thing: when you walk into the workroom, you don't expect to lip sync for your life. So no. you're putting on an outfit that more than likely won't be judged. Can be a little off. It is the best representation of yourself, but it's, sometimes can be a little loose. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those things happen in this episode. So. I did think that Joey J was the better of the two in Call Me Maybe. I actually like that song. But, um, yeah. I
1: just love you. And yeah, you're so, so crazy. Thank
0: you, Janela. So, cool. hey, call me maybe. I'm, I'm weird. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that Joey J definitely should have been the winner and not gotten a pork chop. But um, this is where we are. Denali, um, from Chicago, Illinois, and La La uh, from Atlanta. Yes, they went up. They went up against each other with, um, the, um, oh God, and I know who Pussy they are. cat Pussycat dolls. dolls. When I do it, I Mm, 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 mm. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll that back quickly.
1: Um, I, I, I I was fine with this decision, but I felt like we were splitting the hair in there because they were both
0: really good. We're just splitting hers, but I think that Denali kind of got in her head because Mama had on ice skates. That's why I'm just like,
1: and she, I'm thinking she had on like props. No, those no, she had ice on actual ice skates, and she's. That alone, that alone was should made alone. so impressive to me. Th- thank you.
0: If I'm a competing against they got ice, a bitch that got ice skates on and she is trying to be careful because she wants to do the flips and the tricks and the splits and the this and the that. Well, you can tell she can't do that shit because there's a possibility that I could chop your fucking head off. So I can't do the thing. So of course she gets pork chopped. but it's like damn, not for lack of effort. Mm -mm. and that is not because she is from Chicago uh, no Simone versus Tamisha Imam it's the pleasure principle uh uh uh. it's the principle of pleasure yeah first off oh Wayne Dane do love a song to fucking lip sync to I'm just saying um who got the chop in this one? Um, I believe it was Simone. No. That's not Wait, right. let me see.
1: I have it. Who got the chop? No, Simone didn't. Tamisha, Tamisha did. Tamisha
0: got the chop. So this is a little, you know. Um, But I didn't see it getting Tamisha. I, I kind of the- like Simone. I, I I didn't see it for ten, to 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 probably one of the 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 uh the OGs in the game of lip sync. Mama got a home house, um the house of Iman, the house of Iman. Um, Mama's been through a lot of things. Um, she she had the cancers. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to that. So this was another one of those lip sync. So I was just like,
1: y'all are just splitting heads. That could have went either way. Yeah, they were both... It was just good,
0: but meanwhile, in between time, what y'all don't know is, is that there is a departure area for the pork chops. So just letting you know, we're gonna see them again. Um, the fourth battle was got Milk versus Utica Queen. I believe that got Milk is our transgender contestant yes. this year. Um, and she went girl to guy. yeah she went girl to guy. Well, oh, God, that sounds so weird. She went girl to guy, but then she does drag. Now, I will say this God milk got a bone structure out of this motherfucking universe, honey. That's some bone structure right there. We we called that. You called that one, actually.
1: I did. You called that. I'm like, that. okay. I'm looking, like, when she popped up on the screen. I was just like, it's you, because mm-hmm. it was like that. Even though she has a very strong jawline, it's beautiful angles. She still has a touch of femininity, yeah. and it kind of, it kind of like, little, I don't know if that's an even playing field, but I'm here for it. Yeah. My question is, mm-hmm. are you pre-op
0: or post-op? Because if you don't have to talk, that's not fair. That's not fair, bro. That is not fair. But we'll we'll see. I mean it it I don't know that mama does uh padding in regards to um a breastplate, but we're gonna see what she gives us. Who won that lip sync, by the way? Got milk. Oh, uh, got milk did with uh rumors by Lizzie Lohan. Um Rose and Olivia looks. Now this one confused me. Because Rose is uh, again, another culture queen in the game. She been out her, doing a thing, you know. Um, I don't really know how she lost in X's and O's to Olivia Lux. That was weird. I look, I I
1: I can't give a perspective on this one because to me, Rose reminds me so much of Nina West.
0: Yeah. she's already my favorite.
1: So, I'm just like, I, I. there's something that I like about you. Yeah, I
0: like Rosé. I do like Rosé. So,
1: I didn't see it for her getting poke choppy.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't see it for that. I didn't like that. But I do like that song, X's and O's. If y'all have never heard that song. She's British. And, no, she's not British, but I, I like El King. Um, yeah, I... I didn't see it for Rose not coming out on top over Olivia. She's a more cultured queen. I'm not saying she old. I'm saying she cultured. There's that. Um, Let's see. And then we had one more matchup, which was a three-way tie, which was Elliot with two T's versus Kamara Hall versus Tina Burner, and they did what you would do when you have three queens doing, doing a lip-sync at the same time. Lady Marmalade. Uh... Okay. Um, Tina Turner takes that one, and it is. There's no. I'm, I'm just saying. I, there's no competition in that. Uh, the reason why I said it is because I like Kimora Hall. I do not just because she is from here. But Mama had on that badass Bob Mackie dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, she is sickening. Oh, my God. I stand her. But a performer, we're going to have to see them out of that because I feel like, again, this episode was presented back with queens who were walk into the workroom ready, not lip sync for your life ready. You know, nah,
1: this is a different caliber of queen.
0: Yes, this true. That's true. You need to be ready for anything at any given time. And so um, uh, I think Tina definitely takes that, you know, hands down, of course. Um, I don't have any favorites. I know it may have sounded like I did because I kept saying Chicago so hard, but listen, that reps my motherfucking city, bitch. Um uh, <laughs> yeah, those are our queens. So um we have some queens... We don't know what's happening, but we do know that the uh, pork chop queens have to decide on who they're going to eliminate, and we will see that uh, transpire on Friday.
1: Can't wait.
0: Um. So there's not much else to it. I'm pretty sure we'll get into... Like, we'll definitely be able to get into more things about the queens um and later in latter episodes but we this really was just an introduction to the queens um and yeah we can if you don't do you have anything else we don't all right perfect so we can get into power book season ghost season one episode 10 Heart of Darkness. Now, I actually wrote this up the right way this time. It took me 10 episodes, but I got it. <laughs> Goddamn. <sighs> what a Wayne Dane do love a Caesar finale. Thank
1: you. Like, you all satisfied so many needs. Oh,
0: man. All I
1: right. sent the letter, and I asked for a little extra eye candy, and you just started sending
0: it. I'm going to get to my part that I got something to say about. Um, So, Monet meets with uh, Rico for the drop and she kills him for taking shots at her and Drew getting shot. But afterwards, they're having trouble finding Ramirez. Excuse me. Meanwhile, Kane is busy getting rid of Ramirez's body and everything that he has. What you got? Stupid! You ever you remember those VA commercials where um, they would ask, "Are you getting enough vegetables?" And when the person would be like, "No," or whatever it is, like whatever the scenario was, the other person would dupe them upside the head, like they poof upside the head every time. And I see give them a VA, and give them a VA every time I see Kane. I want to dupe them upside the head and give them a piece of my mind. You can't be this fine and be this dumb. It's not fair. It's not fair.
1: Because you they ha- don't give us enough eye candy to objectify, like you are want you can't you can't be this fan, like we, we ain't got too much to look at, and then you can't be that stupid, like you're fucking stupid oh, Class monet can- gonna fuck around and have to kill his oh, it? I'm sure oh, I'm sure.
0: Uh, class is canceled for Tariq because Jabari and Carrie are still doing interviews for the murder on campus, uh, the dude in the pool, the, TG, the GTG dude. Tariq sees Everett go into the interview. Everett tells them everything that he sees and then be canceled because Carrie coaches him into thinking that everything he saw, maybe not what he saw because he was too drunk to protect Zeke. Zeke requests to speak to Carrie alone and Jabari is getting a bit suspicious. I left it there because there's a lot to that. I felt like we possibly could get into. What you got?
1: Oh Zeke, him another one. Shut up! Oh God, he too. I can just be sitting there whining. you like stop. Yeah, Zeke's gotta shut the fuck up. She don't know nothing.
0: Shut up! Shut up, bro. But Everett, too much. But I will give it to Everett in this particular instance because Everett clearly gets from Carrie. Hey, hey, hey! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> because Jabari is sitting there taking it all in, and we all know how we feel about you. Everybody feel the same way about you. So, so there's that. But more importantly, it's like, look, you have to watch what you're saying. To it to and to who you're saying it to, because you never know who out here in these streets, yeah, trying to kill your ass because you was fucking there. You got to learn when to, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them.
1: Know when to hold them, to know when to walk away, to know when to right. You got to you <laughs> <You're me. laughs> Listen, we... Oh, you're at table. Let me just
0: tell you something about Reality, the <laughs> podcast, and I just want to break away because I know that we have time times this this evening. We're doing really great on time. Let me tell you something about us. We are very well cultured. We can we can sing you down boots, and we know some um, songs in every category around this motherfucker. You don't know what you're going to get from us. You don't know. Hell, I never know what you I'm going to say. Know. I don't I... know. Shit. You and me both. Especially after, you know, about an hour. And- oh, we had an hour my edible ain't kicked in. That's because I took half of it because I couldn't be too incoherent by the time I got the power. Well, bitch, I took mine. <laughs> I'm taking my other half right now just so I can be like, alright, alright, okay. Because I know we at the end and I feel like, you know what I'm saying, alright, I, I did what I needed to do. Now we can go off the tangent all the fuck we want. We got about 45 minutes. Um... So I have to say, yes, I just took an edible. Um, <laughs> I say that to say, I that to say. Everett, is cute as he is, and you know that he wants to be with, you know, uh True. Drew, because he's so scared off by who Drew really is. Drew is a motherfucker. He's just quiet. He don't really want to be in the game, and that's okay. That's okay for him to, to not want to be in the game, but uh, if you go snitch like this to a college professor, and it just so happened that the college professor saved your ass, this time, you got to be careful who you talking to. You got to be careful who you talking to. Because What's, you put yourself there. Oh, yeah. Why would you do that? I, that was stupid to me. Um, well, this this shit got interesting. Kane visits Drew in the hospital and tells him basically that he killed Ramirez. And, These motherfuckers got loose lips. Oh my God. Well, shut up. I mean, okay, so in this particular instance, it's not necessarily that Kane tells Drew because the entire time Drew was saying, hey, get the fuck out of her. Cause it's because of you that this shit happened, which he's not wrong. And then, um, there's a point where he tells what Drew tells him, "Yo, have you fucking heard from Mar- Mar- Ramirez?" And Kane's like, it "Doesn't fucking matter who fuck him." And then immediately, because he knows his brother, oh, please tell me you ain't do nothing stupid. And then Kane kind of does this thing where he looks around, looking dumb as hell. And then Drew looks at him and goes, You are dumber than you look.
1: <laughs> look, I wasn't mad at Drew at Me all neither. in this moment. Me Cause it's just like how what more are you going to do? Like just turn us all into the feds already. Why are you so fucking crazy? Just just stop thinking. Thinking's not your strong suit, boo. No, it's not. Looking fine. Let mom tell you what to do, and you. And then when you're done doing the things that mama told you to do, you come on home, and I'm gonna make sure that you eat and other things, and then gonna let you sleep. We're gonna be fine. We look good
0: in Fendi underwear, though. Ooh, we men. Look, mm, y'all, mm, y'all mm. ain't disappointed with the eye candy. My hell, he looked good in that Fendi underwear. My hell. I said,
1: who think as I
0: thought he was? Oh, God. Them th- hallelujah. Mm, 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 hallelujah. Um, That's a whole lot of fun. soul sure is. But he's so fucking stupid that you can Sometimes you forget how fine he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get to the, the meat and potatoes because this is where we are now. Uh Tariq testifies to Tasha's trial and he flips the tables on Sax and tells the court that he was drugged, which Tobika kind of leads him to do because she's his lawyer. And um, and that it it in turn frees Tasha and puts her in the wit set. But in order to get that, she has to flip on Tommy. Um Sax gets, you know, fired. It's not really fired, he resigns technically. And basically, everybody gets what they want. What you got?
1: First off, she, Tamika's a beast. Man, I ain't see. Because she managed to get him on the stand to say the things that he needed to say without lying to and, and, and answering any of Sax's questions.
0: So you can't even say he purged himself. No shade. Was it me? Or did Tariq sound like Tamika? He did.
1: It was brilliant. Brilliant. It was a good suit. Mm -hmm.
0: That that, that was my shout out for the week. That little, let me go ahead and get this. this, Let me get this to you now, Tariq. That little uh, burgundy set up with the pink shirt with the little burgundy. I mean, there's very rarely a time that I can say this about Tariq. But Tariq looked really cute. <laughs> that was, that was, was a t- good look for Tariq. Right. It was a good look for Tariq. You could I'm
1: sure, an 18 year old me, if I hadn't met 18 year old you,
0: you could have got this. Telling you, this is the puss episode. That's all we've been talking about it, it puss. This puss. It <sighs> The only reason why I, I the reason why I say it like that is because Plies has a way of saying pussy. Is that why I say it like that?
1: Plies and E forty pussy.
0: <laughs> 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 oh y'all, I'm sorry. He oh, kicked out the way in. <laughs> they fucking Plies, baby. Listen, if y'all ain't never heard Plies, go look up this song. By uh, it's it's Pliers featuring um, Akon and the name the name of the song is Hypnotized. <laughs> First thing that Pliers says "It's two o'clock in the morning, and I'm hyped up. I'm hyped up, and I'm yearning, and all I need now is some moan and that pussy." <laughs>
1: But you know the thing I love about prize the most? <laughs> you know that he is a fucking registered nurse. I know, I know. <laughs> so I just imagine
0: Ooh. him and his Ooh. nurse scrub. Ooh. And the, just the idea takes me Uh-oh. down. That I just, all I need now is some monga that pussy guy. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Um <laughs> sorry. We, like we, we stayed, oh. you Blast. Let me tell you, you a fuck ass nigga, but we stayed.
1: My <laughs> mama was a registered nurse. <sighs> like I got
0: mad respect for fly. <laughs> my two broke ass best friends, they mama a nurse. That's my cousin too, but I can't say a name I had. I used to say it back in the day. But y'all go listen to that episode if you want to hear who the hell I'm talking about. Um Brayden has a conversation with Riley about Tariq being dangerous because she was in the courtroom when all the shit went down. Brayden also has a conversation with Tariq and asked him what's going on with the app because he's like, look, bro, this is the only thing I've ever been good at. You can't take it away from me. Say it ain't though. What's your thoughts? I mean, come on. We knew that
1: was going to happen. Yeah. My issue at this point is Not so much with the fact that Tyreek is just kind of, like, gliding through the episode, kind of almost like Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even in the way that he's interacting with people, he cold-switched so easily and effortlessly with whomever he's interacting with. And it's just almost a hair disingenuous.
0: Because he's not always giving, he's not always gonna give you everything. And I think that that was something that Zeke had kind of kind of points on in the next scene, but I'll get to that. But um, we see Tariq, we've seen Tariq be this fuck ass nigga for a few seasons on Ghost, right? And so we're so used to Tariq being this fuck ass little kid that you will just beat his ass every time you know, that we've seen him, you know, and he's evolving into this character now that is so similar to Ghost that it's kind of eerie, but like father like son, and you have to remember that. That that's ghost kid. You gotta remember that. Um Zeke finds Tariq and um and Zeke tells Tariq about uh GTG incident and tells him to watch his back. Tariq also found out, finds out that Zeke doesn't know about Drew getting shot. He meets up with Diana and him and her kind of basically tell each other what they know. And uh, Diana tells Tariq that Cain shot Ramirez. But she don't tell him. She she does this thing where she kind of... She's she saying it without saying it. What you got? <clears throat> I mean...
1: I feel like at this point we're just continuing to see how Tyreek navigates all this shit he done got himself. Yeah. And um it's interesting to see him kind of evolve from that little fuck ass nigga into this kind of
0: persona. Of being ruthless. Yes. Yeah. It's very interesting to watch. Because we're used to Tariq being this little badass kid that you want to pop up and set his fucking head like a VA commercial. You think that Tariq is going to be more like Kane, and he's the exact opposite. He literally is his father's child. He's able to, you know, get information from people that people normally wouldn't tell to others. He gets all the information and never shares it all. It's very interesting to watch. Um, Tasha meets up with Monet after being released from prison, of course, about letting Ta- about letting Tariq out the game. While there, the club gets shot up, and while the person is driving away, Tasha sees that it's Tommy's car. Tasha goes to campus to get Tariq to leave to to, to get Tariq together so they can leave, but Tariq's got another plan. what you think? Look, everybody knew that was Tommy's car. I was sitting
1: here, middle of the night, should have probably been asleep, on my Nintendo Switch watching this. And I threw my damn game. Like, oh my God, that was Tommy's car. Mm-hmm. I was, and look, should anybody be excited that Tommy's crazy killing asses in town? No. No. But I saw so one. too. I was <laughs> on the t- edge of my seat. Like, please tell me we're going to get more than just a bumper, that we're going to get. T-
0: Tommy in this episode and they did not disappoint. I'm literally sitting here going, listen, if I don't see Tommy's crazy ass, I'm boycotting. I'm not doing this. No motherfucking mom. Well, um, Monet meets with her husband. I can't remember what his name is. Lorenzo. Um Lorenzo Tommy meets with Lorenzo Lorenzo and um says that she needs to find Ramirez in order to protect herself she can't find him she's scared shitless and I, you can kind of tell that Monet's kind of off of a rocker with just the way she's talking to Lorenzo right and he's mm-hmm. like I told you not to shoot that I told you don't shoot his ass now you're in the predicament where you got to go get Kane ass back, cause you ain't got nobody out here in these streets. You got to go get him back. And to which she's like, "But I had to do what I had to do. And had you not got yourself locked up over some fuck ass dumb ass shit with GTG, I wouldn't be in this motherfucking situation." I mean, fair. Um. So, what does Monique do? She go see about this nigga. Now he in the middle of some pussy but um she scurries her ass on out the room and um in the midst of monet pulling a gun on him because she tells him look i told you if you calls me any more motherfucking straight, i'll take you out my motherfucking self and he's kind of like hey like for real my you will shoot me she like yes nigga are you dumb we know he dumb but mm. um and I think she's just figuring, yeah, she's it out. figuring it out and then she says I need to find Ramirez where the fuck is he and he says something about Ramirez in the past tense. I don't remember what the exact sentence is. You might have it but it was something towards a
1: He said fuck that nigga Ramirez. He was never important to us no it. He nowhere.
0: was. And she said was nigga? Past tense? And he, she kind of he looks at her, and then he, she goes, "Oh my God, you are dumber than you look." That's the second time. Second time we hear him hear somebody telling him that he's dumb. And the only reason why we didn't get it from him, uh, him get it from Diana this episode was because Diana never really did have any interaction with him. But <clears throat> with that being said, I, I this is the point where you, for me. I saw that everything Kane touches turns to shit. He's not, yeah, he's not, he's not thinking with the right set of, you know, she's not thinking with the right head at this point. Because he still thinks that it's about Tariq and it's not, it's about the bag and how we can stay in the game. And you keep fucking up the bag. It's just that simple. Yeah, like, she
1: even told him, like, you worried about Tyreek? I can't trust Tyreek. You know he just saved Diana's life? I can't fucking trust you. Because you're so fucking unpredictable. Why won't you just sit down,
0: baby? (sighs) Sit your little cancer ass down. he is a cancer. He is. got to be. be. Oh, to Tari- Tariq goes and finds Tommy. <laughs> this is what it might. Be. He was um what's Lakeisha's son's name? He uh oh I didn't oh God Ca- cash it's with cash. A cash. It's cash, it's cash. Spell He went to go check on cash. Yes. And when he comes out, Tariq is leaned up against the car and I tell you that line, the first line that Tommy says takes me out. Now look, I told you, daddy, that I'd never kill you, but if you don't get your ass off my damn car, I'll beat your ass right here. Well... (laughs) He's not wrong.
1: Um, And it was in that moment that I, 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 I... I... Let's just say I need a little break.
0: <laughs> I it. <rewinded, laughs> I, I rewinded it, I rewounded it that part a bare minimum four times. Bare minimum.
1: Cause it was just like they re- gave us
0: Tommy on a plate. Just ugh. It's, it's Tommy. And Tommy comes back. All of and it. Tommy comes back being Tommy. He has not changed. He his fine ass and sweet ass
1: ride. And and his little sarcastic ass comments. I have been please
0: tell me we're gonna get some more time Well, I'm not sure because there's a conversation that happens with Tariq, and it's basically like Tariq, look, I'm telling you I'm gonna kill your mother. I'm 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 gonna kill her. I now I come hella hot water, I know that you love her, but the thing is I gotta kill her. Now to Tariq, you know as well as I know that T- that Tasha know the motherfucking code. But if the bitch go snitch on me, I'm a fucking killer. But Tariq's got a plan that we don't know about yet. But we find out, you know, in the course of the episode. While fucking Jenny from the courthouse, Sax finds out that Tommy is out and, and he finds it out from Davis. And, um, and then he figures he can get, his jo- get out of this jam and save his job. He targets Tasha to get followed by Tommy. And ends up in a chase with him and the Feds, um, where Tommy gets blown up in his mom's stolen car. At that point, of, it was so good. i "Is Tommy really dead?"
1: <laughs> I didn't believe it for a second. <laughs> Is Tommy really? I good? said, "Yeah, fucking right." That's
0: what I. I said, "Yeah, okay." Okay, what else? To me it looked like a power stunt. It looks like a power stunt. But, okay. Um Tariq meets with Jabari in the park to hand for because for, the part of the plan that Tariq comes up with is to get an advance from Jabari. Um because Jabari meets up with him earlier in the episode I skipped over this part cuz I didn't watch, I didn't write it down cuz Jabari is snake ass bitch. But um Jabari meets up with uh, Tariq earlier in the episode and he basically tells Tariq, hey, um, I know all about your plan. And he tells Tariq everything that he needs to know to ensure that Tariq knows that, hey, I got you, motherfucker. I got you by the balls. But in, in that, loose, loose lips, lips sink ships. All episode! Loose lips sink ships. All episode. So, what ends up happening is that while he's in the office, Jabari's like, but I'd like to use you as my muse. I want to write a book about you. So he gives Tariq his phone number, and then in the midst of meeting Tommy, Tariq texts Jabari and says, Hey, I'm gonna meet up, I wanna meet up with you. Let's go ahead and let me get some, let me get some of that in advance. So Jabari meets him in the park, and he's like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? This is really all I could get. It's such, you know what I'm saying? Short term." da-da-da-da. And then Jabari says, but I gotta ask you who killed that boy in the swimming pool? I know it wasn't this person because of this, this, this that." he just keep fucking talking and then what happens? Kane shoots him. So it's Tariq is like wait, bro what the fuck? You just can't go around shooting everybody. Want... but he had to shoot this nigga he knows, he too, knows much. too much but this in turn thing makes Kane think that Tariq is talking and Tariq ain't saying shit to Jabari Jabari just knows everything because Jabari is nosy so long story short maybe Shay gonna touch on it a little bit more Tariq ends up convincing Kane not to fucking kill him and if he's going to be killed, because at this point now he ain't got no choice but to get dead, um, I'm going to kill him. And I'm going to help you out to get back in your family because you, you keep shooting the wrong motherfuckers. <laughs> Not in this case, though. Not in this case.
1: And I feel like this moment was essential because Kane got an opportunity to see Tariq do work. Yeah. And because of that, he kind of respects him of that. Yeah.
0: That little snap.
1: I go. Yeah, like he ain't as square as I think he is. He handled their business. You know, you know what? Maybe. Maybe I've been wrong. Hopefully, because you know how cancers are. Mm. That's how I they forgive.
0: Well, maybe I was wrong. It would be nice. Looking dumb as hell. These cancers. Oh try to get out. Um, here's what I respected about it. I liked the way Tariq was like, "Look, Kane. Okay, first off, now that you didn't shot him, we both got we we gotta get rid of him. But you can't shoot both of us because if you do, and then on top of that, me being a Stansfield student, this is a Stansfield professor. What the fuck you think gonna happen? If they, of course, they are gonna tie Zeke to this shit. If you shoot both of us, but. If that's where Marius is gone, I'll fucking shoot Kane. I'll, I'll shoot uh, 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 Jabari. I'll shoot him for you. And just to let you know that I'm down. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give this nigga some work. Mostly because it ain't really because it, it is because you shot him. But more importantly, he know too much. Now you've given me the opportunity not only to prove myself to you, which I ain't really going to prove shit to you. as Monet I gotta prove some shit too. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I need to save your ass now the only way for me to do that is for me to kill this motherfucker but the only way for me to also do this is to give you an alibi you need to take your ass to the most you need to go to Times Square you need to go somewhere with somebody a lot of motherfuckers see you you need to get gone and then while he's shooting Jabari he's telling Jabari motherfucker you think you know me you thought I was in a motherfucking bad place you are right I was in a bad place I shot my best friend. I shot my father fuck because he was fucking with me and my and my ass. What the fuck you think I ain't gonna do to you? So when Javari get dead, I'm like, well.
1: He said I didn't see it coming. I just didn't see
0: it coming like yes. That. I saw Jabari getting taken out. I just didn't know that it was gonna be that entertaining one. I like was entertaining. Once- like the way I, I, it's like
1: at this moment, like Rick still ain't like a grown man. Like I still, there's still somebody baby when I see him. But it's like, damn,
0: maybe I do gotta look at this nigga a little differently because he balls. He got some balls. He got some balls. Speaking of balls, Davis. <laughs>
1: Amen, Davis. What a great segue! Y'all could have gave us another look though. Y'all didn't have to just leave us with the one, like one look for all season one. All I need is one
0: look, Davis. He is fine, fine. Um, mm. but mm. Davis goes to go see Saks and he's like, "Look, what you finna do after this?" Because we know y'all ass got to go because that shit that you planned with, uh, with Tommy didn't work out so well. So, mm. Um, and. Davis makes him an offer to come to his farm. And from the looks of it, it looks like Sax is going to take it. What you think? Is um, it a smart move? I think so. Is it a smart move for Sax to go and work for Davis? Yeah. Why? He'll learn. Mm, yeah.
1: He'll, uh, Davis isn't going to let him fuck shit That's up, So he'll kind of keep him in line. Maybe you'll be able to keep this job and hold on to it for a while. I do just want to regretfully say, I
0: objectified the shit out of Sax when he was fucking Jenny from, oh, the, from the office. I ain't know sex had all, 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 all underneath his shirt. I ain't know that that was happening.
1: I said, the
0: fuck is the- Damn, that motherfucker is ripped. If I, I'm personally not one of those people that are opposed to pink dicks. I just need them to be woke. Not too woke. Just woken up. And um, in, in that moment, I was like, sex? In the words of come get this pussy."
1: Look, I'm not going to say I didn't consider it as well mm. in that moment, mm. but I immediately said, "I don't know, it might be pink. And I left it at that. <laughs> but I kind of want to see if it's pink before I fully do it. No, just turn off. Just like time, how just turn pink the lights it. off be all right. If it's like light, no, no. That doesn't work. Turn off the light. You can still see light it. Light it can do. And somebody, anybody gonna be pulling the pink meat trying to get beep, me to beep, put beep. my mouth on
0: it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and from the looks of it, it don't look like Sans getting too many, you know, what I'm saying, mouths on his because he was giving that girl the head of her life.
1: <laughs>
0: Mama looked like she was she had went to go see T'Challa. Rest in peace, T'Challa. I just that's a joke, but I'm just saying I...
1: she went to the ancestry thing
0: with her people from Wakanda. <laughs> he puts some work into her ass. Um, so. This, is, this gets complicated because it's the end. This is the end. Oh, sorry. Um, Tommy tells Tariq that he left, but he didn't. Tasha's visiting Raina's grave. Tariq meets her there. But in the midst of him talking to her, the feds pull up and say, Hey, we heard your life's been compromised again. You got to go and you got to go now. Tariq is telling her, Hey, look, I'm sorry. But the thing is, I got to keep you safe. I got to keep you safe she left yes with mama which I didn't understand that but okay and then um as basically to- is basically Tasha's trying to you know don't leave kind of shit um don't leave me please me be 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 do.
1: Stay. <laughs> Man, that was
0: a good that was a good one. That's a good one. That's a ghost. That's, that's, that's a good one, sis. You did that. You did that, sis. You did. Ooh, that's like a count on you, sis. You know what I'm saying? Always get my back of some dumb fuck shit. Look,
1: <laughs> I'm not even that high. That's just how it came Man, out. Man, that was a good one. You... It resonated with my spirit. I felt it move through me.
0: Hallelujah! You know loose. what? Shout out to you this episode, my nigga, because you had that. You did that. You did that one, sis. Man, look. All right. Um, Tommy shows up to kill Tasha, but of course, she gets taken out by the feds. So when the feds leave. Tommy gonna rope up Tariq. But in the midst of Tariq being roped up, here come our fave Monet, And she got that gun and she and Tommy's like, who got the fucking balls to pull a fucking gun on me? And Tasha says the line of all lines of all of the year of 2021, I don't give a fuck, what happens this year? This shit right here was motherfucking gold. She told him don't need no balls, bitch. Just need the upper hand and a gun. I said, Well, we're done. We're done. We're done.
1: Mary J was going to get my shout out this episode, regardless. Because the way her thick ass rolled on Rico, oh, ah, she was already going to have it. Damn. But when she
0: told Tommy, I ain't got to have balls, bitch. She said that bitch word so hard. I was like, wait, wait. Even Tommy had to say, the fuck? <laughs> I'm just going to leave this shit alone. Oh, Tommy said, can I get my gun back? No. I right, then. <laughs> nah.
1: Look. If he, had gay, he his gun. him was he's gonna shoot. Tommy was just gonna... He wasn't gonna shoot. He just gonna holster it and leave. He <laughs> wasn't gonna shoot.
0: Monet is that big. The way Monet was it was holding her gun with his gun by her fucking waist, the way she did that shit. I... <sighs> let's just go ahead and get let's get our rocks off on Monet's shout out now. Let's just do it. Fuck it. We this is where we are. Whoever I wasn't too sold on Mary Queen Mary, excuse me, um, playing Monet at first because there were times for me, even though she's Queen Mary, that it was a little off. We we didn't we did get Monet, but it was there were there were some Mary moments that it was like bring it back in. But this is the moment. This is the episode that we see Mary fully engulf who Monet is. And she kind of takes Tommy out of the game at the same time. Because Tommy's not Tommy anymore. We know Tommy to be this killing ass you know what I'm saying motherfucker that I will fucking shoot you. Kane is Tommy. But Tommy's way smarter than Kane. The
1: whole, the only thing I wanted more in this moment than to be in the car waiting for Tommy when he got there? Mm-hmm. Was Tyreek to put Tommy in the game with Monet? She need muscle. Yes! Who's more muscle to than to Tommy? Tommy?
0: <sighs> but he too hot right now. Yeah, he hot. He hot. Because technically, he dead. Technically, he didn't got dead. So... You really can't put Tommy in the game because technically he's out of the game permanently. And but that could also work in your yeah. benefit. There's a plus side to this. It's just if, if it's played right, it can work very well. But we're talking about Tommy. Hey, I can always use more time. Well, since we already know who our shout out is, you go ahead and start. My altar call. No, your shout out. I feel like you didn't get it all of that. Oh, well, you know, my yeah, shout get, out. We got oh, that. All right, boy. Really? Okay, let's go ahead to your altar call, shoulder tab. pass this office. I don't know what you're going to do. No,
1: no. Going to the oh, altar.
0: Okay.
1: <sighs> Tasha. Tasha. There was a moment in the graveyard where Tyreek asked her, Where was Yad? And she said, I'm gonna leave her with big mama. She not like us, but I can't leave you.
0: I was just like, "Oh, bitch, how? If anybody you take, it is yes, because she ain't like y'all. That's the point.
1: How do you make that decision? It's okay for me to abandon one child and take the other because she's not like us? I am I was so glad that Tyreek let her go in that moment.
0: He did give her a phone. Tyreek makes the best move for her in that moment. Thank God, because she's not oh. able to make the move for herself. Because Tommy's going yeah, to kill her. He's still looking for you. Which sec might not work? we talking about Tommy. We're talking about Joseph Sakura's character, Tommy Egan. <sighs> Don't ask me. The only pink me the that's. The reason why I know his name is because he's been on Law and Order SVU a few times. Oh, yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> But when he was on Law & Order, he doesn't look anything like you see him look on Power and on PowerBook. He looks like a really nerdy like I, IT guy. I would never know that that's what we're talking about. <laughs> if y'all remember, if y'all want to go back to TV land with me, there's an episode of Law & Order where um, the guy from Full Metal Jacket, uh, he's the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. And let me tell you something about prison. You want to know what going into prison is like? Go watch Full Metal Jacket, just the first half, because that is what boot camp is like, for real. There's nothing about that that is untrue. The guy that you see in Full Metal Jacket that is the drill sergeant just so happened to be a real drill sergeant from the United States Marine Corps. That's why he plays it so well. But he turned into an actor after that, of course, because if you watch Full Metal Jacket, you're going to get it. He plays this 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 guy um, who basically had Joseph Sakura as his prison bitch. And in the episode, you don't know that that's Tommy. You're not going to be able to I'm a fan of that episode and post it on the reality page so you can go back and look and see. that The the Tommy that you see in that motherfucker is amazing. Joseph Sakura, as an actor is amazing. And I love him and I hope he's not married. (laughs) That's your job.
1: He might be, but I'm still going to objectify Tommy, sis. That's not your husband when he's Tommy. I can look at that and think all oh, the nasty thoughts that I want. There,
0: I do the same thing with that's Method all man. I got
1: because I'm in a long distance relationship. Oh, God.
0: Um, I-, I can understand why you bring it to bring a Tasha to the altar because I feel like Tasha makes t- Tasha does have good decision making skills, but not when it comes to Tariq, and we've seen her do it time and time again in Ghost, in Power. Excuse me. Um, and then she continues to make those decisions in Power Book 2 Ghost. But a lot of the decisions that she made was while she was in prison. Tariq has a new mom now. And Mary, excuse me, Monet says it to her, point yeah, that baby, your son, he's always told me, he, you gonna be first, but no, nigga, that's mine now. He saved my daughter, my son going rogue. That's the only motherfucker I can trust. Drew in the hospital because he didn't got shot fucking around with um, fucking around with Kane's simple ass. This is what we are. He's going to always be your son, but I'm going to take care of him from now on. I I got you. But I, no, I'm not giving him up. No. <laughs> in that, to me, it was like, you know, the thing that you get disappointed with Tasha with all the time is that she makes these decisions that she believes are power moves, but she never knows who she's talking to. You Mm -hmm. thought that you were going to have a mother-to-mother moment with Monet Tejada. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Because while Monet is a mom, and she does make mom moves, she's not going to give up her bread and butter, which is Tariq. Why would she do that? Why would she? That would be dumb on name's part. I don't know. I just Tasha. Mm, I ain't really. I ain't seen the Tasha in a long time, but Tasha make that shit easy. Um, I know it's the season finale, so I'm supposed to have an alter call. Um, I don't have one I just have an extra shout out I want to shout out Tamika because Tamika plays this really this really powerful role in this episode and she didn't have to say much she made the wheels turn with sex. She told Sax, on the no uncertain terms, will you fuck me because I will fuck you. <laughs> she told him that a long time ago. She told him that on episode one. I w- I don't know why you keep playing with me. I- I'm-, I'm telling you I'm better at this than you are. I'm telling you I am. So if you keep doing the same, for- I'm, I- I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you.
1: But... <laughs> You're
0: so whiny. Damn. I just kind of feel like Tasha, I mean sorry, Tamika turns she, if it was one linchpin to turn Tariq into ghost it's Tamika. Oh yeah. It ain't nobody else, it's Tamika. She turned him into ghost.
1: You helped him get
0: away oh, with yeah. murder. Oh yeah. Because now you can't charge. You helped oh, him yeah. get away with murder. Because if you go back to episode one of Powerbook, she tells the judge, I believe, that Ghost is a fucking he that motherfucker is a motherfucker. He is trash. So I mean I I like to shout out to to t- Tamika because to me Tamika is the the linchpin in 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 making Tariq ghost. So um next week I just don't know how I feel about Tariq being ghost. Mm, this is gonna be something that we have to grow on us, but we'll see. So next week um we will be covering um of course RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta and Love After Lockup. So we'll be back to three episodes. Um, drop your shit, sis.
1: Look, y'all. <clears throat> I know I done got high, right? And so I'm tired and then I, I'm, I'm happy tired instead of just like angry. Or when do I get a break tired? It's a little different. I like it here. So... You can find me happily on the reality page on Facebook, on the reality page on Instagram. You can also find me on Snapchat, Twitter, and Schmuel as Dr. Shady Shea. Um please put your seats in the upright position.
0: Yeah, We're about to, we're about to end this plane, baby. Um, This is Trash Can Tam. You can find me on all social media platforms where you stalk your next ex-boyfriend at Trash Can Tam. You can find me on the Reality Facebook page. You can also shoot us an email at real I-T-A-D-A-P-O-D at gmail.com with any questions, comments, and or concerns. Um, we're going to start ramping up and posting a lot this year. We're going make 2021 a a full circle moment for us because even in fifty episodes, we've got a thousand lessons. So we're doing pretty good. Um, we hope to make ensure that we bring you along with the journey. Um, put your seats in the upright position. We're gonna go ahead and land this plane. This has been your first episode of the year of reality the podcast. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Boom, tick, tick, boom, 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 tick, don't down, down get down it. Don't down get down it.
0: Don't get
1: Don't. down it. Don't.